2: necessary 18 terms Hey everyone it's Ted from Consumer Cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call. Live everywhere, iHeartRadio app, same place you can find John and Ken On Demand, the podcast after 4 o'clock.
3: Yeah, and you can connect to the Moist Line using that app uh, just to look for the microphone and uh, leave a message for the Moist Line. Or, of course, call the toll-free number, one eight seven seven moist 86 1-877-664-7886. I called up a page here You know, that's political news. We're going to talk about Trump in a moment, but it's once again got a little tab what if the U.S. falls apart? Strategy game simulates political scenarios. They're really selling this? Uh, it's oh, a yeah? sponsor.
2: Like the Civil War game.
3: Yeah, it's like the, we mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That apparently you can participate like you would on a video game in a Civil War game. And uh, how the United States would uh, separate out into sides in the second Civil War. The You know what the Trump news is the lead story right now? What? Uh, guess who told the FBI? about that man in Utah who was making threats to kill Biden and the Manhattan district attorney, Alvin Bragg. Who? Truth Social. <laughs> really? Donald Me- Donald Trump's <laughs> social media <laughs> Me- company, Truth Social, notified the FBI after Craig DeLue Robertson made threats to kill Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg Jr. <laughs> this was a senior law enforcement official who spoke to NBC News confirming this. So
2: this guy... Thought he could post on Trump's social media,
3: it's social right? Yeah, and and that 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 would be cool. Plus, he be- probably wanted an audience that would appreciate what yeah, he was right. considering it's, doing. Right? So Nobody would turn him in.
2: That's possibly right. what he thought. Right? They right. they would all appreciate his sentiment and his plans.
3: You know, by wow. now they He's... went to arrest him, and uh, they said he was threatening, and they killed him. Yeah, so that's Craig uh, is dead. That's uh, the proper
2: response. I guess it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go Don't go through a trial. Don't go through, uh, you, you know, grand jury indictment, hearing his side of the story. Nah, none of that. Just, whoosh, there you go. One yeah. bullet, you're gone. You
3: know, a lot of people make threats to kill people. So when they well, come to question you, I don't think you should pull a gun, but. No. They're no. going to kill you. Yeah. As soon as you do that, you're probably going to get shot dead. But
2: who would do that? Just crazy people. So, you know what? That's the way uh, it's Darwinism. It's a way to thin <laughs> the herd a little bit. You know what, I'm, I just hit me again the other day, I listen to the news and I just drive around and see all the degradation, we're being held hostage by this tiny percentage of crazy people, a a, a tiny percentage, right? Most of us are kind of boring and we have boring lives and we just do our thing and then we have to react and protect ourselves and and get into some kind of uh, disturbance or fight just trying to live normally. You know, I mean, you can't even go to a shopping mall. You figure, you know, some some group of thugs are going to come in smashing all the windows so they could grab purses, right? You got Every time you go into a shopping mall, I bet you everybody thinks that now. You see the expensive shops and go, wow, could th- this be the day that somebody smashed it?
3: Oh, you, you think so, yeah? Yeah,
2: I think so. Uh, I, my wife certainly thinks so. And I, I says, why, why, do we do, why do we have to, why can't we just round all these people up, put them away, do what we need to do to uh, neutralize them. Lock them up, put them away. No rehab, no understanding what their issues are. Enough. No excuses. Because most of us are normal. Most of us could live a, 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 a normal, relatively decent, happy, prosperous life. we're all Most of us are capable of that. Why? All day long. All we got to do is cater to this tiny little percentage. Miscreants,
3: so, mental patients, drug addicts. The news today on Trump is sooner rather than later. Uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith is asking for a January second trial for Trump mm. on the charges that just came up last week—the criminal conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election results—and probably the biggest case of all the ones we've heard so far. Uh, but but Trump doesn't have to accept that, right? You can. It's up to you if you want a speedy trial. I guess. Um. Well. well he says it's can, in the public interest to have a trial in the case as soon as practical. Uh, he also wants to get it done before, you know, the heavy primary voting next year. So, yeah, the Trump uh, attorneys are going to the depo- Iowa caucus is January 15th. That's like the first thing that comes up.
2: Right. I know it's right
3: at the start of the uh, the voting season. Right. So
2: Trump's or attorneys, they're, they're going to have their own trial date suggestion and their own estimate for the length of the trial.
3: Oh, and wouldn't January 2nd would be the week of the anniversary of January 6th, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. It would be three years later, right? Yeah. You see the so tr- maybe that's not a good idea.
2: <laughs> see, here's what the Trump people want to do. Because he said Smith's office would be seeking a trial within 70 days after having three and a half years to investigate. Right. So the attorney, John Loro, said, why don't we make it equal? In other words, if they had three and a half years to investigate, why don't we have three and a half years to defend ourselves? Hmm. I don't know how much control uh, a defense team has over slowing the trial down. You can, to some extent, and file all kinds of motions, especially in civil cases, right, where there's complex law. You could really, and like if you're a corporation, you could really grind things to a halt. But a, a judge could always say, enough of this nonsense, we're going to
3: trial. And he can't get rid of this woman. Remember E. Jean Carroll. Yeah, her defamation w- lawsuit against Trump is scheduled on trial January fifteenth. He does I don't think he has to be there. But no, it's it, a civil lawsuit. It could be going on at the same time as uh, the criminal trial. She already won a trial.
0: But yeah, he keeps- but then
3: she died because he ripped her apart. After it, he she sued him for he, defamation. Right. He sued her, but that just got dismissed by a judge. Right. He sued her for defamation. <laughs> he lost the trial.
2: And and just started it all over again. Ended up with a second trial. <laughs> Doesn't care. Well, he's uh, got, he's got he's got campaign donations paying for this political action money. Yeah. There are people around the country who are donating by the millions and millions to his legal defense, so he can he can do whatever he wants.
3: Now, the first debate among the Republican presidential candidates is August twenty third in Milwaukee. What we learned, though, is that the second debate is going to be in uh, California at the Ronald Reagan Library in Simi Valley in late September. That was announced uh, in the last 24 hours. Trump, of course, has already stated he will not sign that loyalty pledge, which is required by the Republican National Committee to participate in the debate this month in Milwaukee. I won't sign the pledge. I can name three or four people that I will not support for president. So right there, that's a problem. And what the pledge is basically is you will support the eventual GOP nominee. He's Trump saying he won't because he didn't name the people, but he has been attacking Asa Hutchinson and Chris Christie recently. Mm -hmm. And probably Mike Pence. Right.
2: (laughs) And, uh, Oh yeah, that's I, right. Mike I don't Pence. know. He
3: said three or four. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. He's... Mike Pence would have to be on the list. I don't know if Pence says he just made the debate. He just qualified.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he's, he's really debate. pissed at DeSantis or he pretends to be. And then as soon as he gets the nomination, yeah, he'd ask DeSantis to be the vice president because right. that that would be the toughest ticket. That would be the toughest combination to beat. I, I know, don't think that...
3: Trump's not going to ask DeSantis. You think he is? I don't know. No. I thought he wanted Carrie Lake. <laughs> oh my God! That's what I keep hearing. Uh, the woman that ran for what was it, governor of yeah, Arizona? Governor, yeah, and and, and refuses, contested like yeah, just like Trump, she would not admit she lost. Right? She still refuses to accept it. No, I know she's challenged it six ways to Sunday. And yeah, has not made any inroads. Another by, one who lost all. She her is cases. very faithful to him and appears with him a lot. I think she's running for some other office. She girl. might run for Senate. Senate, that's what I saw, right? Yeah. So, but I've heard that she's positioned herself to be his uh, VP pick. It's going to be a really tough, weird year next year. Right. Exciting in some extent, but and also maddening in another. Biden being carried around in a casket to campaign trials stunt. for Trump. And then the probable, <laughs> y- you say this today. I mean, it's August 10th. Is it really going to be Trump against Biden next November? Or is this just too early? It just doesn't feel like it would be that, would it? It just doesn't feel like that to me. Ah. This this can't continue this way. (laughs) Like, I've had enough. This can't continue. Right. (laughs) Because I personally decided this isn't right. Right, yeah. And it shouldn't be happening to the country. Well, just there's other people. I was going to say, it's going
2: to tear us apart. We're already torn apart. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted by this crowd. I don't want to talk about these two anymore. I don't want to hear their voices. I because it, nothing. It's about nothing interesting other than their, you know, Trump's bizarre personality and and uh, you know the uh, the life support machine that Biden's on. That's 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 it. It's nothing really that interesting anymore. I've seen Trump's act now for, God, since you know all my life. All your life, but it really exploded in 2015. I know, but I mean, uh, it's it's, it's, got to be something else
3: to talk about. There's got to be other people out there. Nobody who's breaking through. No, a lot of people running, but either they're not getting the media coverage and it's unfair or they're just duds. It's a bunch of Bushes. Well, a lot of them are duds.
2: Yes, they, they are duds. There's a lot of bad campaigns. There are a lot of bad candidates.
3: Should they be standing up calling people names like Trump? You fat idiot. No, clown. It's, it, because it's not that. lock him up.
2: It's not that no. Trump puts on the best show, best <laughs> overall show.
3: That's yeah. all that matters now. But it doesn't, it doesn't have the impact it did in 2016 this year. No.
2: Well, because it's been running for nine years. <laughs> so everybody's exhausted or they should be exhausted. Some people aren't.
3: <laughs> all right. We'll return Johnny Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere. iHeartRadio radio app. Maybe I'm just the only one.
4: You're listening to John and Ken on demand. From KFI AM 640.
3: We'll be bringing back the Moist Line tomorrow. At this very moment, we'll be playing calls, we expect. Uh, leave your message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number to leave that message, 1-877-MOIST86, one 664 7886 And, of course, uh, if you missed last hour, well, you can pick it up on the podcast, but we did talk about how in Europe... They're going after those climate protesters who are blocking traffic and gluing themselves to things. Last night, we had a situation on the 134 freeway in Glendale, which bears a couple of minutes because uh, people took to the streets to protest Adam Schiff. Congressman Adam Schiff was being protested. Yeah. What's this about? Didn't he already get shamed by the House of Representatives? He was censored or something? He, He wasn't getting protested for all the reasons you should protest him. He was not. Uh, here is the TV report from Channel 7 anchor Mark Brown.
4: Glendale, Air 7 HD over a major traffic tie up that's been going on for more than three hours. This is part of a political protest to help people suffering in a humanitarian crisis half a world away. This is video from earlier as that protest blocked traffic on the 134 freeway in the heart of Glendale, backing up traffic for miles. Protests meant to highlight the plight of ethnic Armenians in Artsakh, which is currently under a blockade by Azerbaijani forces. Those Arsak. protesters parked yeah. a semi-truck to block the freeway and unfurling several banners. Those banners reading, quote, stop Artsakh genocide, Adam Schiff, don't ignore us, open the road of life. The protesters say Congressman Adam Schiff and the U.S. could be doing more to open the supply line to the Artsakh region that Azerbaijan has shut down and to end the current humanitarian crisis. Congressman Schiff responding to the protest with this statement tonight, saying, quote, I am in communication with the Biden administration, the State Department, and my congressional colleagues and am advocating for using all tools at our disposal, including pushing for U.S. humanitarian aid to Artsakh cutting off military and other assistance to Azerbaijan and imposing sanctions on those responsible for this crisis.
3: Artsakh? That's yeah, a that's country. How it's it. Well, yeah, they, they say they are. They're a breakaway. I never heard of this place. Uh, it <laughs> I got to look this up. I never heard of Artsakh. Yeah, I just looked it up, right. Uh, Artsakh. Uh, the region is in dispute between Azerbaijan and the breakaway republic of Artsakh. Most of the people who live in Artsakh are indigenous Armenian. Right, they're people. Armenian, but, but and they're supported by neighboring Armenia. So now you see why. Right. So Azerbaijan was a protest in Glendale had this
2: territory, and uh, it broke away. And it it's broke away. Of, it's considered well, itself its own what, place,
3: and it wants to be part part with Armenia. Serious. Right. What is Adam Schiff supposed to do about that? End the blockade. Well, you know? How's he going to do that? Apparently that's what this is about. There's been some sort of a blockade. It's been going on for a while, and I guess it's to cut the people off well, so they give up. What's he going to do? They <laughs> well, he uses the power of the American. I mean, well, we're helping sh- Ukraine, right? People are trying to get home from work. He shut. They shut down the 134 because they want
2: they want Adam Schiff to undo a blockade in yes. Artsac.
3: Right, the Biden administration. Schiff should pressure the Biden administration to take action. I guess bomb the blockade. Who wouldn't even know. answer the phone? Uh, who, if, if Adam
2: Schiff was calling you, would you even pick up? Like if your phone is ringing right now and it said Adam Schiff on it, would you
3: would you pick up the phone? What would be? What, what, what's he going to do? Um, oh, you know what? Well, what comes around goes around. The Azerbaijani government sent citizens who they claim to be eco activists to block a big corridor, which connects Artsakh to Armenia and the outside world. Artsakh. Yes, I think he used to do the sports on Channel 7, didn't he? Here's Art Sack with the sports. <laughs> Art Sack. <Zach. laughs> <laughs> and his brother, Ball. Stop
2: it. They're going to blockade you. Come on. <laughs> uh, since March 26,
3: 2023, the Azerbaijani government has consolidated its blockade, seizing territory across a corridor, both with Art Sack and Armenia, blocking even alternative bypass routes, and they installed a military checkpoint. Why is this a story you never heard before? Now you know. I looked at Wikipedia. They were trying to
2: describe where this place is and what its history is. See if this makes any sense. Um, it is a doubly landlocked breakaway state uh, whose territory is recognized as part of Azerbaijan. Artsakh controls a part of the former Nagamo Karabakh Autonomous Oblast. Wow. Including the uh, capital of Stepanakart. It's hmm. an enclave within Azerbaijan, and it's a prom- prominently Armenian population, and somehow the Soviet Union got involved here. Yeah, and I had to look, look at a map. World. Did part you of the find Soviet it on a map? Empire.
3: Yeah. Did you find it on a map somewhere? Well, yeah. It,
2: it's It's, it, you know, it's south of uh, Russia yeah. amongst all those uh, breakaway countries. Uh, all the, the Caucasus, and yes, the and, and the, the... Stans and the Zhans and the
3: says here that the uh, Artsakh authorities had to uh, go with daily six-hour blackouts to ration the remaining supply of local electricity production. Hmm. Azerbaijan is just claiming we're doing this to prevent the illegal transportation of weapons and natural well, resources. I mean, That's know, why they put the blockade
2: there, in. There, there's dozens of these local civil wars, border disputes, right? Right, but lands. I
3: imagine for the people in the Glendale area, they have
2: Armenian relatives. It might be affected. I, I, by I this understand, site. but 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 blocking traffic on the one thirty four is not going to do anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it seems like, usually
3: they protest the genocide. Remember the Turks not recognizing the the Armenian genocide. But well, yeah, I know. It's a different one. Don't don't block the freeway.
2: You're no. not going to win any 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 uh, sympathetic uh, converts to your cause here. Trust it was me. Later. It was later in the day. No. I mean, honestly, you roll down a window and you ask one of the protesters, why are you blocking the 134? I gotta get home. I gotta pick up my kid. Oh, because we're trying to get Adam Schiff to free the art sacks. Yes. Like, buddy, get out of the
3: way, all right? You're gonna get a, you're gonna get flattened. Get out of the way. Educate yourself. Get involved, John. Help people besides yourself. <laughs> By what? By blocking traffic? It doesn't help the art sacks. They want you to call up. Paul, Spineless shift and tell him to get his acting gear. Sure. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFIAM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio Radio. So ad. much misguided protest.
0: Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over fifty years.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
4: from KFI AM 640.
2: We're on the radio from 1 until 4. What? You just joined us? How what? dare you? How dare you? To be punished. Okay. We have an iHeart app. You can make it up. You uh, After 4 o'clock, uh, John and Ken On Demand podcast. Listen to everything you missed, and uh, we will send you a quiz later.
3: We return to the Venice Boardwalk where it's been reported that over the last couple of years, they were able to remove over 200 people from camping, I use camping, from loitering on the boardwalk there. Yes. Supposedly on any given day, there's probably 40 there. And there were still cleanups going on. Venice and the boardwalk is back in the news because people in the community, and I'm talking about people that actually have homes in the community, residences. Oh, the people who work? You mean those guys? They're split on whether or not nearly $5 million should be spent on cleaning up the bathrooms. Some are saying that it won't matter. You can spend the money. They'll just be dirtied again with drugs, prostitution, graffiti. Mark Ryovic, who's actually been on our show with the Venice Stakeholders Association, said right now they're frightful. But he said throwing money at the problem won't address the drug use and mental illness. They'll be beautiful for a month or two, and then they're going to start their descent back into hell, he said. (laughs) People are sleeping in them, doing prostitution in them, because there's no enforcement as there should be. And we talked about this the other day, this broken windows philosophy of prosecuting crimes. Uh, California went in the opposite direction. Oh, if it's low level, nonviolent, just leave it alone. And it makes every that results in this kind of chaos. Makes everything disgusting. And I'm with uh, the crowd that says
2: no more money, no more cleaning it up. You know, uh, just close them down. Close them down. And if you see anybody uh, defecating, urinating, you arrest them. Because that's uh, that's breaking the law. You keep doing that. They're going to go somewhere else. I think they should stop catering to all these vagrants, mental patients, and uh, and drug addicts. Stop catering to them. All right? Because all this, they just made everything more and more gross, more and disgusting. They're not changing their behavior at all. All the ideas have failed. Name me one. One of these progressive ideas that worked. Name one. We've tried this out now for like seven years. What's no.
3: What's the one that worked? none of them they all made everything more more filthy and more dangerous vagrant tents have encircled the restrooms like a makeshift village yeah the walls are blackened by fire ash and graffiti yeah trash and used needles left by the transients are littered on the ground so we're, so the
2: the people who run this city and this is bessetti and all the city council people outside of uh, Tracy, so this is Park. Tracy Park's district, right? right? I know, but, but but I mean, she can't she can't clean up everything by herself. She's got to get the city council and Bassetti on board, right? And all the right. Uh, uh, they have made it clear that this stuff doesn't bother them. They don't see any of this as an issue. The only reason they take any action is because so many people scream at them all day, and it's like they, they to them we're all a bunch of children, and occasionally they give us a shut up toy. You ever hear of the phrase, a shut-up toy? It's it's in in stores, like grocery stores, they will position racks of little disposable toys that you know, a mother could buy for 2 or $3, right? Yeah. And you just grab it off the shelf, and that's when your kid is screaming in the grocery cart, going, eh, ah, eh, ah, eh, ah, and you got, you got to buy like $300 worth of groceries, right? And the kid's going, eh, ah, eh. Ah. So you just grab a little shut-up toy and give it to the kid, or maybe he sticks it in his mouth, and now you can do, and that's the way they treat us. We're a bunch of little kids screaming from the shopping cart, and every once in a while, it's like, okay, we'll close this encampment. Here's your shut up toy. But then the camp repopulates a few weeks later. Okay, we'll clean up the bathrooms. We're going to spend four point two million. Oh yeah, yeah, right. And then in a month, the place is 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 a, is a toxic dump. So I mean, this there's got to be a permanent. Refusal to allow these people to do anything, anything. Arrest them for the slightest deviation from uh, normal human behavior.
3: One resident said, "We used to call them shooting galleries because the vagrants would go in there and shoot up drugs, but now people are living in there.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, like living on the floor of a bathroom, just rolling out your yeah. tarp and your yeah, they do. I, when when
2: when my wife and I bike or walk up the." Uh, the 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 walking paths or the the boardwalks the bike paths along the beach. No one of us said go to the restroom. Neither one of us. Will, will. I'm afraid to open the door. I don't know what's on the other side of that door. <laughs> I, once Steve Gregory opened up a public toilet and there were two guys having sex on the other side of the door. That was like the last time I opened up a. Well, that, that was during the Occupy the, thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The Occupy thing. I can't get that out of my head. We had no people living in public. Outside of Skid Row until Occupy hit, right? That was 2011. By was the way. that some kind of organized test run for all this
3: to no, get no, no. people used to the idea? That was the what was the of, Wall Street Rebellion, right? The people that were well, upset that with,
5: was that was the after cover,
3: the mortgage meltdown. That and was then. the cover story. But
2: I wonder if it was activist groups, because I, I I know they they do they do research on how to get the public used to an idea, right? Yeah. And did they want us to live with the occupu tents? And remember, it was all about urine and feces and filth, right? Went on for months and months. Right. But in a way, it normalized the idea. It's the first time we all had to deal with a long running public encampment. Uh, particularly a massive encampment, right? Right, massive encampment. And then all of a sudden, within a few years, this became commonplace. They're letting out prisoners. They're not prosecuting for drugs anymore. They're not forcing j- people into drug treatment. People are 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 coming from all fifty states. Meth and fentanyl take hold, and yet you go back pre-occupy, nothing. We didn't have any of these problems.
0: There's yeah, just I, something I think-
2: stuck in my mind that 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 wasn't a coincidence.
3: No.
2: and I can't prove it. I can't explain it. But I'm. It's always like not. It's just something in my instinct says, you know what, there was a reason for that. There was. It was followed a couple that.
3: of years later by Prop 47, which decriminalized right. so many right. things right. that they kind of just fell together there. And did the people who pushed Prop 47, remember they lied to everybody about it,
2: did they know this was going to be the result? How could they not? They knew they were never going to supply any money for drug treatment. They knew that nobody would go for drug treatment without a judge's order anymore. Nobody was going to jail anymore, right? Because Prop 47 removed jail, removed forced drug treatment, removed, removed everything. So they knew this. Where, so where did they think all the people would end up? They knew they'd end up in the street. And were they just softening the public to get used, to normalize the public? To, yeah, you got to get used to people living in parks now. This is the way it's going to be. Here's the test run. Occupy, and we'll 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 have a cover story. Oh, we're protesting Wall Street. It's like, what? What do you mean you're protesting Wall Street? It's like people blocking the 134 for the sake of the Armenians. Uh, this, you're not going to change Wall Street by by taking a crap in front of City Hall. Huh?
3: The idea behind spending five million dollars on the Venice bathrooms is the work of the Mensa candidate Ted Liu, the congressman. Oh my God. God, they' yeah, haven't mentioned him in a while. Is a he? Load. He
2: is an empty suit. You know what I found out just this week? Because people are starting to repopulate the VA homeless camp. Oh yeah, right. I mentioned that to Tracy Park last week, and as just like last time, it's a collision of oh, uh, this is county land, this is city land, this is federal land because it's the VA, and we have a we have, Ted Lieu is not my uh, uh, congressman anymore.
3: Oh, he's not. I, he's I've not. got Brad Sherman. Yeah. Oh, that's Th- right. They that, did, uh, that dice up the district. Yeah. That
2: load it used to be centered in Sherman Oaks. <laughs> yes. Because I, I, I've had we've had a couple of uh, uh, neighbors call us, and they're putting together a group to start fighting this this encampment again. And oh. so a woman called me up, and I said, "Well, who's who's uh, Ted Lou's the?" And he said, "No, it's Brad Sherman." It's like, oh, we're doomed.
0: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) We're going to be fighting that load because she thought the reason these people were back, these were rejects from the VA tiny home camp. These were the people that misbehaved on the VA land. They were given tiny homes, and now the VA kicked them off for bad behavior, and now they're back sitting outside.
3: All right. we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Like, I have time for this.
4: You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640.
3: Kind of a fascinating story from the Miami area. Apparently, uh, an outfit that specializes in helping people find missing loved ones got a tip about a lake near the Miami International Airport. So they did a little underwater checking, and so far, there appears to be 32 cars in that lake. <laughs> Uh would that sound suspicious? Yes it just might. <laughs> so they've got wreckers there working to pull the cars from the water and the early results are so far no human remains. It looks like they were some of them were stolen joyriding and just the people just ditched them into the water? That seems to be what happened. They've been finding cars from the 1980s? Cars that were stolen so, in the
2: so, late 90s? So so the, the guys who stole cars for joyrides, they knew where to take the evidence.
3: They apparently all learned <laughs> that uh, this is the place to put them where they probably won't find them because they might be able to trace it back to you. I don't know. So I've they've thought been ditching sh- them in the lake. I f- f- thought for sure they'd find a few bodies in there, some rotting um, skeletons. Yeah, the latest story I have, because there was one reporter that said, well, there was a lot of crime during the cocaine wars in Miami uh, years back. Right. They thought they might find some bodies in there, you know, like they did when the sure when, when Lake Mead dried up and some of those Nevada. Miami's always been a hotbed
2: for organized crime. The mob... they didn't check any of the trunks.
3: <laughs> they did. They did. Yes, they did. Or, they searched the cars. A... They found no human remains yet. Cheating
2: husbands. Uh, some some uh, some wives getting off. I mean, well, out of thirty-two, there had to be one. Uh, you think so? Wow, what a disappointment. I was uh, hoping there's all kinds of juicy stories coming out of that.
3: They pulled forty cars from a river near Nashville in 2021. There must have been. It doesn't say whether or not that was sort of the same thing. It's just like car theft rings who just decide See. this is too hot. We got to get rid of this. Yeah, I guess.
2: I guess it, it became a thing for uh, for people in those circles, the people who steal cars just for the fun of it.
3: You know, they pull the cars out and then they run the vehicle identification numbers. And then they figure out which department should take the case, and so far it's mostly the stolen vehicle department. <laughs> wow! That, oh, uh,
2: huge disappointment.
3: Because there are more than forty cold cases on the radar in Miami-Dade and Broward County. Right. so yeah. they thought this might be a good lead, perhaps to find, uh, you know, some dead, missing family members. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Now, yeah. big letdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess so because if you. I guess for people who have long lost missing relatives, they want to know something. Sure, I just thought maybe there's some juicy
2: crime stories, right?
3: Yeah, mob like, members. Like,
2: and like co- cocaine guys uh, killing each other.
3: Cuban mafia, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Conway's here.
6: Hey, now, hey, I heard you guys talk about the uh, trash cans. And again, if, if my dad always said, if the city can't do the small things, it's not going to be able to tackle the big things. No, no. If they can't deliver me a new trash can, they are not going to clean up this homeless <laughs> that's, thing, <okay>? that's right. <laughs> but, um... But that's what got me. Uh, by my first uh, run in with the city of L.A. was the trash cans. Then there was the sidewalk, and it was the whole run. You know. Yeah, I know. It's it's just one. one the, you can't ask him to do anything. I can't. I couldn't take it anymore. You call these 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 help lines. Oh my <laughs> God. Jeez. Okay. Here's a here's a story about Burbank. All right. There was a guy uh, across the alley from us, and he was putting up scaffolding around his his uh, office building. Yeah. I said, hey, what are you doing? He goes, I'm taking the office building down. We're putting up a three-story office building with subterranean parking. I said, oh, okay. I said, do you have permits for this? And he said, no, we start the work, and then we get permits later. I go, okay. <laughs> have you ever done work with the city of Burbank? He goes, no, this is our first venture. I go, oh. all right. So I go to the city, and I go, hey, look, I don't want to cause this guy a lot of problems. But he's about to erect a huge office building right next to my house. Half hour later, the city's out there. Half hour later, they almost beat me back to my property and shut it down. Shut it down. The
2: thing would blow up.
6: <laughs> but like that that Florida uh, building a couple of years ago. Yeah, remember? right. The 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 collapse. That's how it
2: starts. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how it starts. Yeah, yeah.
6: Uh, Alex Stone is coming on to talk about this horrible fire in Maui. Have you guys ever been to Maui?
3: Yeah, twice. Oh,
6: it's beautiful. You ever
3: in there, Ken? Maui? No, not a Maui. I went to the other island. Oh, yeah.
6: it's beautiful. You got to get out there. But uh, this well, Lahaina used to be the capital of Hawaii. Yeah,
2: no, that was a beautiful little
6: town. 200, 150 years old, that town. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. horrible. Seems gone. And then uh, Dean Sharp is coming on with us. Uh, and um, we had something else, something else. Oh, the protesters with the 134 freeway. In yes, Glendale. that crowd. Yeah. I tried to get through there. Couldn't so you, do it. You know where uh, <laughs> Arcsat is? Where? Arcsac. 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 Yeah. No. Oh, you'll That's find out. That's what the
3: protest was about, yeah. Arksak? Yes. it's You'll a, it's a, <laughs> <laughs>
6: it look at that. You'll see. I know Misak. You're going to do the
3: story. You don't know. <laughs> I know
6: Misak and uh, Tusak, Misak Tukmanian. Two of my best uh, pals are Armenian. They're Misak uh, Tukmanian and David Mosik, and they're both kings. A, a lot of Armenians are Kings fans. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, I did no, not you know, know that. that. Yes. No. Big Kings fans in the Armenian community. How about that? Big Kings fans. You're big in the Armenian community. I'm. He is. I'm You know what? I was asked to, to speak at the opening of the Armenian Museum, that... and my friend who's Armenian, who's been Armenian for 9,000 years, wasn't, and he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you beat out a real Armenian. I'm an Irish Catholic guy okay. from the Valley. Yeah, you got no business. Nice. All right. Didn't suffer anything, and yet they want me to speak. <laughs> Dig dog. Dig dog with you, Kenny. Okay. Bring it on. Come on. All right.
2: Conway next. Christ yeah. Is Get, John is here. Get John his <laughs> cans.
6: Get John his <laughs> cans.
3: Live 20-
2: <laughs> in the 24
3: hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
1: Discover more at viking.com.
6: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh?
1: Yep.